You're a 415er. 415 You're all about your San Francisco 49ers. And this is where you need to be for news, analysis, and, and, and more. And more. Welcome to the 415 hosted by Evan Gidding and Mark Grandy. What's going on, everyone? Welcome into another edition of the 415ers podcast. As always, on the Odyssey Sports Podcast Network 95.7 The Game. Please download, rate, subscribe, check out 415ers on the Odyssey app, as well as wherever you download your podcast from. We got big news today, Mark. We finally got a schedule, something tangible that we can cling on to, that we can discuss, that we can break down 17 games of football for the 49ers upcoming this year. We also got some Kyle Shanahan to discuss about his quarterback room. Before we do all that, Mark Grandy, Evan Giddings with you as always. Mark, how you doing? I'm doing good. Yeah, fired up about this schedule. Uh, we knew the opponents and and we knew you know some other things that have been coming out recently, but you know, you can always tell who the opponents are once the previous season ends because, you you know, if you're a division winner, you play the division winners and then you, you trade off every third year or whatever. You play every team from a certain division. So you had an idea, you had a sense, um, but it's it's really great to finally have concrete evidence of what the season is going to look like, where the team is going, where they'll be, what road trips they have. Do they have a game in Europe? Uh, spoiler, they do not. We'll, we'll break down every angle of it coming up in a little bit. Uh, but yeah, I'm just I'm doing well overall personally, but just fired up about the NFL schedule release because I've been waiting for this for a while. How are you? I'm doing good. Yeah, obviously, it, it's a tense time in the Bay Area for those <laughs> basketball fans out there. The Warriors are going into game six. Football fans are tense because you're trying to figure out you know, perhaps your travel plans. <laughs> I got a friend of mine, Mark, who's a big Steelers fan. We want to go see the Niners and the Steelers. Okay. However, we did not foresee that being the first game, the first <laughs> week of the season. So we might have to put those travel plans on hold because uh. I don't know if you can get the time off in September. But the thing that we can talk about, you know, just some generic kind of breakdowns of the schedule here. You're looking at five primetime games this year. You got two, interestingly enough, on Thursday night. This is the first time in NFL history that you are one, not required to have a Thursday night game. And two, of course, could have multiple Thursday night games. They also have multiple Monday night games, one Sunday night game. They will travel the most, the second most miles in the NFL behind fellow division rival Seattle. Um, the strength of schedule is always something that is kind of, you know, it, it moves around constantly throughout the year. But based on last year's final record, the four downers are right in the middle, 15th, the most favorable schedule in their division, because of course they don't have to play themselves. And their over-under win total this year, Mark, is 11 and a half. So before we dig in, I want to give you the floor and ask for your immediate kind of overall takeaways when you saw this schedule. Uh, for me, it's uh, the travel. Uh, and I know that's kind of a, a big thing. If you're on Twitter, you follow a lot of 49ers people, you'll see that. Uh, something that you just said, and if you're watching on YouTube, uh, you can see it written up there. The Niners are going to travel the second most miles in the NFL this year. I get that that sounds bad, um, but it's also kind of expected. It's what happens when you're on the West Coast. And the Seattle Seahawks will almost always be the team that travels the most because they are the most isolated team in the league. You look at just the, you know, the, the, the geography of the NFL, every team on the East Coast, even in the, even in the middle of the country, even say the Kansas City Chiefs, they're so bunched up in that part of the country that you don't have to travel all that far for a bunch of your games. 
uh, but it's different for teams out West, specifically the Seattle Seahawks. So for me, I don't think the travel is that big of a deal, Evan. The good news is they don't have a game uh, in Europe, so you don't have to travel out to Europe and get acclimated to time out there and then travel back and get reacclimated to time out here. However, the, the way that the schedule works out, Evan, it's it becomes a little more difficult for the, the 49ers to kind of knock out two, two road trips for the price of one, which they have done in the past quite often. You remember last year, they had back-to-back games at Carolina, at Atlanta. They stayed out east two straight weeks. They went to the Greenbrier in between, and, you know, you talk about all the fun activities they, they do there, good team bonding, yada, yada, yada. But the main reason is you don't want to have to, you know, go from the western time zone to the eastern time zone, go back to the western time zone, and then come back to the eastern time zone. That's not easy for a human being to do. And then the other side is, is that's just – you know, a lot of travel where you could be spending it doing more productive things. Uh, But you look at how the schedule works out. You mentioned week one in Pittsburgh. Then they return to the West Coast. It is at the Rams, not a home game, but then they return uh, to the West Coast. They have a game in Cleveland against the Browns. That's followed up by a game in Minnesota. That's similar locations, but it's a different time zone. So it's not quite as easy and it doesn't lend itself to a, a stay over trip. I still think the Niners might do that. And then you have at the Jaguars a few weeks later, that is after a buy. So that's a little bit easier to swallow. You also have at the Eagles and at the commanders. And my whole point here, Evan, is that most of these big road trip games don't have happen consecutively. So the 49ers are making multiple trips out to the Eastern time zone. And it's something that really benefited them last year. What was it after what week 11 or 12, maybe even week 10, they didn't have to travel outside of their own time zone once. Like it was, it was remarkable how the schedule set up for them last year. It's not the case this year. I don't think it's quite as big of a deal. At least it's not surprising to me. Um, but it's certainly a, a more challenging travel schedule for the 49ers than it was last year. Yeah, to, to piggyback off of that, the biggest thing that jumped out to me compared to last season, not only the travel, but the lack of not overall home games, but condensed home games because mm. the 49ers had a very front-loaded schedule when it comes to road games. And I think that's a big reason we saw them start at 3-3 three and three in addition to, of course, the quarterback carousel that happened at the beginning of the year. But this year, you're not exactly looking at an advantageous home schedule. Last year, they had a stretch after the bye week mark, which you know we talked about. It was in, in a seamless transition from Garoppolo to Purdy. A big part of that was because he got to play at home. After the bye last year, I think they had four of their first five games at home and five of seven games at home after the bye week. This year... Their longest kind of immediate stretch of home games would be from weeks three to five at home, but four of six prior to the bye at home. Outside of that, you're pretty much going back and forth between home and road. That's a big reason you're seeing those second most miles pile up for the 49ers. So I'm very interested to see how they react uh, and how they perform to not only just having, of course, go on the road you know, slightly more than last season, but the fact that they're jostling back and forth between Levi's Stadium and other venues, how are they going to react to that? And they're going to have to be up to it uh, because, of course, when you're 
a team that finishes in the final four, you are going to be hit with not only just expectations, uh, but a little more difficulty when it comes to your overall schedule. Even though the strength is only 15th, I think it plays a lot more difficult than a middle-of-the-pack schedule. Yeah, and something to note, obviously, now in the second year of 18-week seasons, 17 games for each team, you have an odd number of you know home versus road games they don't they're not equal and last year the 49ers had the one extra home game and they kind of had almost two extra home games or at least one fewer road game because one of their road games was in Mexico City against the Arizona Cardinals and and while they weren't playing at home the Niners were certainly the more uh, supported team down there in Mexico City so the 49ers had the advantage from that perspective last year as well this year Evan eight home games nine road games. And, and that's also a reason why the Niners have more travel miles than a number of other teams. They just simply have more trips to make. Uh, so I'm with you. It is certainly more challenging. But last year, I think, was kind of an anomaly travel-wise, at least the second half of the season. Everything kind of broke their way. And you're right. It did kind of lend itself to trying to fit in a rookie quarterback. Uh, who knows how that process would have went. Um, if, if, you know, the Niners were traveling at, at that moment, like what if, what if his first start was in Tampa Bay instead of at home against Tampa Bay, that, that might've been a big difference. Uh, one thing that, that is a positive, uh, and it was very similar last year, the 49ers buy is right smack dab in the middle of it all. They have a week nine buy. Uh, I think you asked the majority of NFL players and they would tell you, uh, you like that buy right there in the middle as kind of an intermission point. Uh, so you can kind of reset get ready for the second half. You know what's in front of you. At that point, you have a good idea if you need to put together a win streak to get where you want to go. If you're already leading your division, if you just need to make sure you don't fumble the bag too much to, to win your division, that's a really good time to have a buy. You'd rather have it there in the middle than in the beginning. I think you'd rather have it in, in the middle than super late because you could be limping to that buy at that point. Maybe it makes you stronger the final couple of weeks and potentially into the postseason. But I think the safest bet is a midseason buy, and the Niners do get the benefit of that, at least, which is nice. Yeah, of course, they also get the benefit of playing in a, a pretty weak division. <laughs> yeah. uh, but but before we, we kind of dig into how they stack up with both the rest of the NFC and, of course, their own division, I do want to ask you, Mark, what, what are the games that you're looking forward to this year? Because I got, I got a couple penciled here. Uh, that first Thursday night game against the Giants in week three, I, I think, is going to be interesting. Um, also, don't sleep on the potential week two at L.A. Uh, the Rams are a team that is reformed, especially that defense, but they might be able to catch it early in the season, especially if you don't know what your quarterback situation is going to be. And we're going to get into that a little bit later on as well. Uh, but the three games that I am looking at begin from November 23rd to December 10th, in which you got at Seattle on Thanksgiving, Thursday night football, and then, of course, an NFC championship rematch in week 13 against Philadelphia at Philadelphia. And then you return home to play Seattle just two weeks later, I guess two and a half weeks later after the Thursday night game. Uh, but that is kind of the, in my opinion, where I think we're going to figure out what this season is for the 49ers. And I know it's hard to look ahead and you never know what's going to happen, but those three games are what drew me immediately in when I saw the schedule when it first came out. Uh, yeah, I, I had the same three games scheduled. It is the 49ers on Thanksgiving in Seattle, and it is the, the final of three games of the NFL's Thanksgiving slate. Uh, so it's scheduled for 
primetime, 520 Pacific time, Niners at Seattle on Thanksgiving. I don't know how your family normally works, Evan. That's generally for me, right when we're sitting down to eat Thanksgiving dinner, we try to get it earlier. Uh, but, you know, things get delayed. You know, we're all having a good time having drinks. It gets delayed. Uh, so I'm going to have to try to get my family down to the dinner table early so we can be done uh, and, and and be able to watch that game. Um, that one's certainly going to be a lot of fun. And then, of course, as, as you mentioned, the Eagles come up next and then Seattle again. But I was diving into this kind of thinking that's that's a tough break for the 49ers. You have those three games against your most hated division rival and against the team that ended your season last year in a potential NFC championship game preview once again, potentially. I mean, I think most teams would argue, most people would argue those two teams, the Eagles and the 49ers are the two best teams in the NFC right now. But I I got to digging just a little bit. The 49ers have the Thursday game on Thanksgiving against Seattle, and then they have the game against Philadelphia the following week. And it's, you know, multiple days later, more than just a week later, they play on November 23rd and then December 3rd. You kind of have the mini buy after a Thursday game leading up to perhaps your game against the most physical team on your schedule. So I think that's a mini win for the 49ers. You're going into Philadelphia with a bit of a rest advantage because Philadelphia, they don't play on Thanksgiving. They play on that Sunday. Uh, And it's against the Buffalo Bills, another really physical and really good team. And guess who they play just before they play the Buffalo Bills? They play the Kansas City Chiefs. So if you're the Eagles, you're looking at Chiefs, Bills, 49ers, a three-week stretch. The 49ers will go in there with a rest advantage, and they'll go in there knowing that Philadelphia probably feeling a little bit beaten up after taking on the Chiefs and the Bills. So what at first stood out to me is kind of an unfortunate scheduling quirk for the 49ers because they put so many key games right next to each other. I think that one actually benefits the 49ers because the Niners have that mini buy and the Eagles have a couple of really, really challenging games just before the 49ers come to town. I mean, th- this is how it works. When you are the top, when you are the the, the pick of the litter, which the Eagles were last year, and the 49ers were the runner-ups, unfortunately, uh, you get hit with some tough stretches. So yeah. even though, like Mark said, the 49ers have a, a three-difficult stretch game right there towards not quite the very end of the season, but around the time you start to figure out the identity of the team and perhaps their ceiling, uh, they're going to run into another team that also has a similar difficult stretch. 